The dumb dudes are back. And you know they can never be whack. The dumb dudes are back. Because you know it's the dumb dudes. That's us. Uh, are we back? We're back in action? Yeah, we're back. We're back from Dragon Con. We're both really full of food. We both had Mexican tonight. We're, we're lethargic. Uh, we are, but you know what? This show's not going... We're not going to let this show drag like uh, cans behind the vehicle of someone who just got married. Or that guy we saw at Dragon Con that had a bag full of cans with his Fallout costume. It was a, it was a good costume. He was loaded. He was over-encumbered, wasn't he? He was. How was your Dragon Con, Ben? You know, it was actually really good. Uh, I'm not sick which coming out of it, so that's great. Uh, the vibe this year was definitely different. It was a lot more low-key, not as much dancing, not as crazy, not as many costumes. Very chill Dragon Con. But you know what? I'll tell you what was really nice. Being able to kind of have a slower pace and be able to have conversations with friends and to have meals with friends and, and get to catch up. So that was really great. Uh, I have no regrets. Yeah, it was pretty good. I have one really weird story that happened to me that I have to tell on this podcast. Okay. So I was wearing my drive costume on Saturday, and somebody came up and tapped me on the shoulder. And this guy goes, hey, can I take a picture with you? And I was like, yeah, sure, sure. So I take a picture, and he goes, my sister was in this movie. And he points at me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, who's your sister? Thinking, you know, it's going to be some extra or something. He right. goes, Christina Hendricks. She gets her head blown off. And I went, <laughs> I legit went, your sister's Christina Hendricks? Like, in dis- slightly in disbelief. And he said, yeah. I'm going to text her this picture. And he walked away. And I was like, yeah, right, whatever. You can just go up to anyone and be like, my uncle works at Nintendo. My sister's Christina right. Hendricks. So I'm, I'm like, I got a phone. It's 2021. So I Google Christina Hendricks' brother. And sure enough, this dude's face pops right up on my phone. So I was like, ah. And uh, I was like, I guess that was real. So then about 10 minutes later, I had another tap on my shoulder. And it's it's him again. And he goes, hey, she texted back. And then he shows me his phone. And she put drive with a bunch of exclamation points. So Christina Hendricks was texted a photo of me with her brother on Saturday after in the evening. And then replied back. And now I follow him on Instagram. And if you want to see a picture of me with him, you can go on my Instagram at Irish Wastrel. And that was That's- the weirdest thing that happened to me. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Uh, I don't know that I had any weird experiences. Um, I did. Oh, I did one thing different. I ate breakfast on Saturday morning and just walked out of the Peachtree Plaza where uh, the movie Baby Driver is partially filmed, mm-hmm. and walked right outside the door. And the parade, like the tail end of the parade, was going down the hill. And I was like, "Well, heck, I'm just going to eat my chicken biscuit and watch this here parade." And it was great. That is good. I, I, I'm too lazy to get outside that early for the parade. Well, the weather this year was really good, I will say. Yeah, it wasn't overly humid. Uh, yeah, well, I'm actually done getting all of my uh, pictures uploaded, and, I, and it is very, it's a very low amount compared to other years. It's about one-sixth the amount of normal years. Yeah, I only took like 50. Yeah. 
Well, uh, we're, we've got motivation for next year. Can't wait for Dragon Con 2022. Hopefully, there'll be no masks and back to normal. That's what we want. Yep, hopefully. Well, in the in the past two weeks, Nick, have you watched anything? What we done watched? I watched a bunch of stuff. I watched on Apple TV. I watched the Tom Hanks submarine movie Greyhound. Uh, that's a pretty good World War Two submarine movie. It's just it's all action the whole time, like. It's oh, wow. just them trying to get through this place with all these subs. So it's just like a battle movie. Very little character stuff, very little anything else, just battle, like intense the whole time. And then I watched I watched Desert Strike with Mike Tyson and The Mountain <laughs> from Game of Thrones, but we're not going to talk about that until you watch it. Okay. Because we did a handoff of the DVD at, in Atlanta. So we'll we'll have a spoiler cast of it. Yeah, we'll do that uh, whenever you have time to watch that. So we're not going to talk about that yet. And then after, directly after watching Desert Strike, I watched it at my cousin's. We watched a movie called Dawn of the Beast, uh, which we talked about at the trailer for this somewhere in the last ninety something episodes. And it was a really low budget horror movie where it was Wendigos versus Bigfoot. Yeah, this sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, so I uh, we watched this movie and for a extremely low budget movie, it was a lot better than it had any right to be. Really? <laughs> like it was it was stupid, obviously. But <laughs> the effects were better than I expected. It was legitimately creepy sometimes. Uh the monster stuff was was good and it had it almost had like an evil dead kind of vibe. Where it didn't take itself overly seriously, but it, when it did, it was kind of spooky. Oh. So I actually enjoyed watching it. Like It was a lot of fun to watch. So, Dawn of the Beast. Uh, we'll talk about the Shang-Chi at, later, because we both watched that. Yeah. Um, I watched... When we were at Dragon Con, uh, when we were done, me and Missy and Jess would be like, Hey, you want to go up and watch cartoons? <laughs> So we started watching the cartoon Centaur World, which is a musical, really, really weird on Netflix, uh, but very enjoyable. And then Star Trek Lower Decks, which I'm not a Star Trek guy, but Star Trek Lower Decks, the the animated Star Trek comedy is pretty funny. So I'm going to keep watching that since I have 10 free months of Paramount Plus or whatever. Uh, I watched the first episode of Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez. And it was, oh, how was that? excellent. So I'm going to keep watching that. Yeah, it's got like a hundred percent or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Jay said it keeps getting better as it goes. I've only watched the first episode, and the first episode was excellent, so I'm I'm in on that one. And then uh, what we do in the shadows season three started, so I started been watching that. And the second episode, uh, they really let the dude who plays Nandor is a really good impressionist, so they really let him play with that, and that was great. Um. But yeah, so Shang-Chi, we went and saw that Monday when we got home, or Tuesday. when We we got home on Monday, but we went and saw it Tuesday uh, afternoon. Uh, I really loved it. Yeah, I saw it Monday night uh, when I got back, and I really liked it as well. I feel like the theater screen was a little too dark. I feel like they needed to brighten it up a little bit, or maybe the movie's just really dark. I don't think the movie's dark, because my theater screen was a little washed out. I just think... Theater screens aren't that great. <laughs> yeah. 
especially with my new TV, everything else looks kind of terrible to me now. So I've ruined <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, yeah. And I've heard, I think Jay said this too, where it's like going to the theater, he's like, is ruined by my by nice TV that he, because he has a nice TV too. And he's like, the theater screens just aren't as good. So when I was watching, I was like, I can't wait to watch this on uh, 4K on my new TV. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's better looking. Yeah. So, so obviously we're not going to do any spoilers for this. Yeah, it's um, too but new. I, I, I will say that to me this didn't feel like a Marvel movie. It felt like a kung fu movie. Yeah. Um, uh, like it felt like a Chinese, a Chinese-made kung fu movie. Yeah, like it reminded me of the of the Jet Li movie Hero. Yeah. And I'm saying this as a compliment. I love these movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just in case anyone didn't know, uh, I love those movies. So, and also Aquafina is hilarious. And I, I really, I don't, okay, I don't, if you like this band, that's fine for you, but I hate the Eagles. And to me, this movie had the only acceptable use of the song Hotel California by the Eagles. <laughs> it's almost like a Peter Quill usage. Yeah, it was very, very good. But uh, I enjoyed uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, I, I need to see it again, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I know I'll, I'll buy it on on uh, 4K Blu-ray because I think because I'm gonna get a PS5. We'll talk about that in the video game section. Yep, a uh, one quarter portion. Okay, cool. So yeah, we we would suggest go see Shang Chi. Uh, and that's what we done had watched. Uh, so let's talk about this here dumb dudes news. Dumb dudes news. Alright, this first one is a gift to Ben from Disney+. Plus. (sighs) Truly. Uh, So, the Rocketeer is returning, ladies and gentlemen. Returning, and it's coming to Disney+, and it is going to be, from what we understand, a Tuskegee Airman that is taking up the golden helmet and the silver jetpack, and I'm just so excited. Uh, This is one of my favorite IPs. It's in my top five movies of all time. I I want this. Also, it's a sequel and not like a reboot, so I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I, I it doesn't need a it doesn't need a reboot, so sequel works. Yeah, I I, th- I have a, I have some high hopes for this, and uh, I'm ready to see that jetpack a flying with modern, you know, CGI and what they can do with the volume or if they're gonna do the volume. I don't know what they're gonna do, but. Uh, and another period piece for sure. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. Hopefully, it has that Joe Johnston-y sort of aesthetic. We all we always hope that we love Joe Johnson around here. Yeah. Next piece of news here: we have an animated Urkel Christmas special. <laughs> yes, Steve Urkel from Family Matters. You know and love him. So they're making an animated Steve Urkel Christmas movie on Cartoon Network and HBO Max, and Julia White will obviously be back to voice Urkel. Yep. This is the most random thing ever in the history of time. And <laughs> it really is. I truly, truly love it. Uh, uh, you know, I, I dressed up as Urkel for Halloween one year. That's fantastic. Did you have, like, the high pants and the pocket protector of co- and stuff? Of course, yes. And the, the, yeah, the suspenders and, you know, got me cheese. <laughs> you know, I did the whole thing. <laughs> oh, I love Urkel. Uh, fan- Urkel, the Family Matters TV show is is this unique piece of media in the world yes. that starts off as a a, a spin-off 
about the mom who was an elevator operator on another show. And so she was playing the same character in Urkel that she was on this other show, which I forget the original show. It was Perfect Strangers. And it was supposed to be about her and, like, the family and a spinoff for that character. But then they they introduced the neighbor kid, Urkel, on just a whim. He was only supposed to be in one episode. But obviously it got away from them and he became the focus. This show eventually pivots into hard science fiction with, like, teleporting and, like, personality raised and complete nonsense and it's just the best it's it's a descent into complete madness (laughs) it was the best man i loved that show i watched it for i mean it was on for years and years uh and i watched every season yeah it was the best part of tgif i still remember the cheers when when laura winslow made the cheerleading squad or she was trying out i still remember the cheers that she did (laughs) on the episode it had also some of the best meta humor ever. So, like in the fir- in the last episode of the first season, they have they have another sister in the first season, and then she just doesn't come back for the rest of the show. But the last shot of her is going up the stairs at the end of season one, and then in the last episode, Carl says to Laura, "Why don't you go upstairs and get your sister?" <laughs> oh, i love that show so much the, the, you know the writers they, they had fun with that yeah, that kind of it stuff it's just so weird of a show so i'm glad this uh animated thing is coming out i'm definitely gonna watch it yeah i wonder if stefan is gonna show up oh, i hope so i want them to lean into the nonsense aspect of it yeah like so, some of the some of that humor that like really the only the fans will get uh-huh. just bring yeah, yeah just bring back the weird late stage family matters <laughs> yep and then uh final piece of news here is that uh into the night season two is actually out on netflix right now you can go watch it it's funny because i i feel like we did two trailers for season one but we didn't do any for season two I, yeah i don't i don't remember seeing trailers for season two me neither uh maybe in netflix europe it probably was a bigger thing maybe. Uh, but i actually can't wait for this i love that first season i'm i'm and this is like only like six episodes so i'm gonna blaze through it the episodes are 30 minutes apiece. and just so people remember this is the french one where they're trying to fly away from the daylight right uh i think it's belgian well but they speak french yeah they speak french but yeah they're trying to fly into the night uh, to stay away out of the sunlight because they uh and i won't give anything away but uh it's dangerous buddy Full of triffids, I got you. Yeah, triffids. All right, so that that's all for the dumb dude, new, dumb dudes news, and that brings us to uh, the question towns. The questions tomes. This question I came up with at DragonCon while I was uh, invading Ben's privacy and reading messages over his shoulder because I was standing right next to him, and I noticed that. Uh, uh, you were texting, and the I noticed the name of your group chat because uh, <laughs> I was reading over your shoulder. And uh, so th- this question for you this week is, what are your group chat names in your phone? Because this is a weird thing. It's it's everyone has named group chats, uh, and I wanna I wanna know them. Like I'm curious now. I'm nosy, just like I was when I came up with this question. Indeed you are. Nosy neighbor. Well, the one that you're in that, that we communicate a lot in is called Family. <laughs> uh, and it's named, you know, it's named for uh, 
Vin Diesel, one Vin Diesel, uh, so family. Then I have my Dragon Con roomies, uh, so we kind of communicate throughout the year just about Dragon Con stuff, uh, logistical things. And then I have one called the Hood Rats. That's the yeah, one I saw over your shoulder. Yeah, so those are those are my buddies um, from high school. Some of my best friends. We talk basically every day, and the Hood Rats comes from that old internet video, the news story of the kid who steals his grandmother's car, and they and they interview the kid. He's like eight years old, and they interview the kid, and he's like, "It's fun to do bad things. I want to do Hood Rat stuff with my friends." <laughs> so we just we loved that video it was a meme video back in the day i mean God, this, this is like 15 20 years ago you know and um and so we just thought that was really funny and so we just we used to always just quote that say you know we want to do hood rat stuff together so now we, we just named the chat the hood rats that's very good i have several i forgot to put one on here i'll do that one first uh in in the in the messenger app signal i i because i forgot about that one I have one group chat in Signal, and it's uh, with my cousins and, like, a couple friends. And it was basically all of Derek's groomsmen at his wedding last year. So it's the name of the group chat is Groomsmen, more like Broomsmen, which is, he came up with it. Uh, <laughs> clearly genius. Uh, so we are Broomsmen. And then I have... In my in my main like Facebook Messenger chats, I have good Marvel opinions, which is an evolution of one that I used to be in with the same people called Shield Feelings, uh, which we would use to talk about Agents of Shield, and then it just turned into good Marvel opinions. And then I have one uh, that's just me and Stefan, Missy, and Jess. And then I have one uh, called Where the Wild Pokes Are, which is my just my cousins and Jess, and that was uh, when we would go play pokemon go we would have a group chat for like when we would go but it's just become a general uh source group chat and then i ha i'm in family with you and missy and then we have a dragon con hotel room one as well called room 1140 which i think sounds like a stephen king novel it does <laughs> <laughs> and then i have one that i also forgot uh because we haven't used it a lot this year, but it was called the 2020 Cancelled Crew, and that I'm in with, like, Jay and Wendy and all the people that go to Indiana. Uh, but we haven't used that one a lot, so it's still called the 2020 Cancelled Crew, because everything was cancelled in 2020. Yeah, you, you folks are not cancelled. No, no. Uh, but all the stuff we were going to do together was cancelled, so... But uh, what are your group chats in your phone? I would like to know, and you have to tell us. This is a legally binding podcast. Uh, this podcast is law. Uh, we will tell you how to get in touch with us, but not at this moment, folks. Not right now. No, you got to keep you don't listening. Get, you, yeah, you don't get details right now because we have to keep you around that's the, the only, rest of the episode. That's the only thing holding you to us. <laughs> that's it. Because they've never listened before. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, I'm I'm terribly sorry. I, I would say that as well, except they're all kind of like this. So, you know, you can go back to the beginning and get to know us, and then some of our inside jokes will make some sense. But maybe you, you're hearing us now and you're like, mm, eh, I could I could listen to Serial again. Yeah. I've never listened to a podcast twice, so I wouldn't do that. You know, yeah, I don't think I have either. I've never seen Sugar do that. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Well, that does it for whatever that segment was. I don't even know. Was that questions time? Yeah, question time. Yeah. So let's talk about this. He these here. Uh, new 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 new. Trailers, folks. We have an Adele Dazine. That's right. The wickedly talented Adele Dazine. And to start it off, we're going to start off with something that actually looks pretty good. It's called Schumacher. Yeah. In Germany, they probably call him Schumacher. Schumacher. That's probably not how they say it. No. It's like Dutch. I don't know. I don't know anything about this, so it's cars. I'm going to let you talk about it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, if you're familiar with Formula One, maybe if some of you have watched uh, Formula One Drive to Survive, uh, we all know that Lewis Hamilton is one of the goats of Formula One. But before Lewis Hamilton, folks, there was Michael Schumacher. Uh, And this dude is also the goat. Um, He is, I mean, when I was in middle school, high school, I know who he was when I would, you know, watch races and stuff. He's legendary. He's an insanely good driver. And so this is a documentary about him. And so I will definitely be watching this. It looks really interesting. Uh, I think he led a fairly interesting life. Uh, I don't really know much about, you know, what he did off the track or what he was like. So I'm looking forward to sort of uh, learning about the guy. All right. So you're going to watch this. Yes. I'm, uh, I don't know anything about this, but I'm glad it exists so that you can watch it. <laughs> yep uh next trailer we have here is no time to die this is the final trailer brah yeah this movie will not be moved anymore because mgm ha- mgm has run out of money for marketing for it so it literally will come out september 30th when it is supposed to this is the final james bond movie with daniel craig uh james bond has left active service his piece is short-lived when felix Leiter, an old friend from the cia Turns up asking for help, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. Uh, this one's still looking awesome. We still got uh, Remy Malik in it, and Anna Diarmas, and Lea Seydoux, Lea Seydoux, Lashana Lynch, Ray Fiennes, Christoph Waltz. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good time. I can't wait for this. It looks awesome, and I have a prediction. I think Daniel Craig dies in this. Ooh. That would be uh, that would be new for a Bond movie. Yep, and I think it's like the it's like the way that they get the new 007. That would be a, an interesting way to go. I bet a lot of people would be mad about it, but I wouldn't be mad about it. I wouldn't either. He's had his run, man. Make bold choices. Yeah, uh, th- but this the action in this looks so good. I can't wait. Yeah, in terms of other Bond movies, Christoph Waltz was a was Inspector. So if you haven't seen Spectre, which I know you haven't. You might want to, like, brush up on it before you see this one. I'll rent it on Google. I have some Google Play credit. Okay, So yeah. I'll rent it on there. Uh, but, yeah, so he seems to be the, t- the tie-in to the last movie. Uh, and both you and I are going to get this, the five-pack on 4K when this comes out. Oh, totally. See, I've, I've been... Uh, after uh, the last one, after Spectre came out, there was a four-pack on DVD, or I'm four... I'm, there was a four-pack on 4K Blu-ray that came out, and I was like, why am I going to fi- buy a four-pack when there's one more movie in this series coming out? That's why I refused to buy any Harry Potter movies until they were all out, and I could just buy, like, one set of all eight. I'm going to do the same with this. It'd be like buying Fellowship of the Ring and Two Towers <laughs> Yeah. in a two-pack. No like, thanks. What? Nah, nah. 
Uh, all right, so then the next trailer we have here, oh, is The Wheel of Time. The Wheel of Time is set in a high fantasy world where magic exists, but only some can access it. A woman named Warren crosses paths with five young men and women. This sparks a dangerous world-spanning journey, based on the book series by Robert Jordan. Jess is obsessed with these books uh, in a Jess kind of way, which is quiet obsession. Uh, Rosamund P- Pike is Moraine, and Rosamund Pike is pretty good. Uh, a lot of these people I don't know, which is probably good. Bring in some unknowns for some of these characters. Um... I read the first three Wheel of Time books. They're a little dense for me in terms of, like, characters and locations and all of this stuff at once. So I'm really excited to watch this as a series because I feel like I was kind of too dumb to imagine what was happening in the book. <laughs> yeah, this this looks this looks good, this trailer. Um, I hope it's not cheesy. To me, the, the sort of energy that I get from this is, like, The Witcher mixed with some of these Netflix fan like young uh, YA fantasy shows that are coming out. The books are not at all like YA vibes okay. to me. It it's almost like it's it reads to me like it's written like a textbook like how the Lord of the Rings reads. Uh, okay. And I can't remember what the magic is called it's like a a source or something or like it's called like the power or something. I don't remember. Jess will freak out when she hears this. Um, but only women can access it. And then I think once in a while there's like one man who can do it and he's like the main character. Rand is the main character and there's a guy named Matt. Uh, and there's a guy named Perrin. And then there's... Nynaeve, who Jess cosplayed once from the cover art of the book. So she's she's really into this. Anyway, this comes out in November. I'm pretty excited to watch it because the books are good. It's just they're, very, they're written very dryly like The Lord of the Rings. So I would like to see it adapted rather than uh, read it. Yeah. So we, got, we have the... Uh, oh, what's the thing coming out at the end of this month on Apple TV Plus? The Foundation foundation so we get foundation this month we get wheel of time in november we got some good stuff coming out on tv oh yeah plus hawkeye comes out in november too oh my gosh so much tv i gotta I got catch up on my tv you do i'm way behind uh all right so moving on we've got a trailer for red notice yeah so this is a, a simple action movie comedy the plot being an interpol agent tracks the world's most wanted art thief uh it's basically where in, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego if Carmen Sandiego was Gal Gadot and she was being hunted by The Rock and Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, this, this, uh, this just made me want an actual Carmen Sandiego movie because this does not look good. No, it, it might be fun because, you know, Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. But Gal Gadot is just... When I was watching Wonder Woman 1984, I realized that I had been tricked. And I was like, oh, she's just really hot. She's terrible. Like, she's a really bad actor. Uh, I realized when I was watching that. Yeah, this trailer is uh, it, it, it just, it's not a display of her best work. That's what I <laughs> should say. The, the veneer is gone. I see through. Uh, when, you, when you do something cringy enough, it breaks the illusion. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is probably pretty stupid. I mean, it was directed by Ross and Marshall Thurber. 
The only other movies I can think of that he directed are We Are the Millers and Dodgeball, which I'm pretty sure you walked out of. <laughs> I, I, that's impressive that you remember that. I, I did, in fact, uh, walk out of that movie. So, yeah, I don't have much hope for this. I will not watch this, even if it's got Ryan Reynolds in it. Eh. See, Jess loves Ryan Reynolds, so I might end up watching this for free uh, in my house if she wants to watch it because of Ryan Reynolds. But, you know, there are other Ryan Reynolds movies to watch. Yeah. Well, who, whoever wrote the original National Treasure should write a Carmen Sandiego movie. Yeah. Why haven't they done that? I don't know. They, you know, there's that show on Netflix, and she's like a hero. Uh, but And it's like an animated thing. But um, I would dig a Carmen Sandiego movie. She's like one of the greatest villains of all time, man. She, anybody that can steal the pyramids, I mean, you got respect, okay? Did you get like... Who would be a good Carmen Sandiego, like Penelope it, Cruz it needs, or someone? Yeah, see, it, oh, see, you were thinking exactly like me, like uh, uh, um, a Hispanic actress or somebody with an accent. Um, Anna Diarmas? I would even... Oh, man. Okay. Let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's pitch it, buddy. Let's do it. Uh, okay. I, no, I'm sold. I can't get by Anna Diarmas. Oh, no, I think you nailed it, bro. Yeah. That's what we want. This see, this is we got some million dollar ideas. I mean, we we know, I know we're the dumb dudes, but occasionally we strike gold. Yeah. Wait, we strike gold over here. I want Rockefeller to have a cameo. Oh yeah, like it would be like a like in a in a karaoke bar or something in there singing. That you know? would be so good. Yeah, I, we this movie's writing itself. Yeah, come, guys. come out. You can even have this one for free, Hollywood. If I get to watch it, End of the Arm must be Carmen San Diego. Oh my gosh, uh, I'm going to be thinking about this all night. <laughs> all night. Okay, so Red Notice, no thanks. Um, the next trailer we have here is The Guilty, starring Jake uh, Hall. Some guy named Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh Jake. This trailer is only a 25-second teaser trailer that shows his face and some audio, but then I found, just before we recorded, a real trailer for it, and I watched it. So, I, I, there's a little more to this. It's a demoted police officer assigned to a call dispatch desk is conflicted when he receives an emergency phone call from a kidnapped woman. So, this woman's on the phone with him, and he's trying to, like, figure out where she is to save her. And the the trailer had, like, phone booth energy where it's all going to take place in one location and probably be pretty short. So, it's probably yeah. belongs on Netflix where it is. Because this is a movie that you can only watch once because it's that kind of a thriller. Like, no one would ever watch Phone Booth twice. No one's ever seen the movie Phone Booth more than once, right? Does anybody even own it on a disc? The only way you would own it on a disc is if the first time you saw it was from a $5 bin. Yeah, that makes sense to me, yeah. This is a $5 Jake Gyllenhaal thriller, which doesn't mean it's not worth watching if you're bored. Because the second trailer was like, oh, this is probably fun for an evening. But also, it's a, it's a one-timer. You know, you, you wouldn't own this movie. No. Uh, it was very teasery. It's just... Uh, it, basically, the teaser was, hey, we made the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal in it. You want to see it? Yeah, and uh, in the rest of the movie, like the, the longer trailer, it's not much more than that. It's mostly Jake Gyllenhaal. Although, Paul Dano, Ethan Hawke, and... Uh, like Peter Sarsgaard and Bill Burr are in the cast list, which I didn't see anyone else in the trailer, so I don't know where they are or what they're doing. Uh, Ethan Hawke and Bill Burr, you got my interest now. Ethan Hawke, uh, you always have my interest. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I and after after that episode of the Mandalorian, I like Bill Burr in, in movies and such. He used to be good on Chappelle Show too. Uh, I oh he was on, I don't even remember him on that. He's on my favorite uh, my favorite thing from the Chappelle Show, which was like the racial draft, where they were doing like <laughs> drafting people to be white and people to be black and stuff. <laughs> oh man, good times. Uh, all right, so then we have a trailer for Don't Look Up. Yeah, so this is an Adam McKay movie. Uh, so you you got me there right away. He directed The Big Short, which is one of my favorite movies ever, and the movie Vice, which was also really good, and like the other guys and Step Brothers. And this this movie, Don't Look Up, is the story of two low level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth, which is going to be a theme when we get to another movie later on. So, you had me with Adam McKay, but then you got Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet, Jonah Hill, Kate Blanchett. It just keeps going on. Like, Meryl Streep is in this movie. Ron Perlman. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I, if I was an actor and I heard that Adam McKay was making a movie, I'd be like, can I, can I be in it? Yeah, me too. I'd be like, I'll be in for free. <laughs> I want to be in your movie. Uh, so the Leonardo DiCaprio is in this, and his look in this movie is basically what he would look like if he was not rich and famous. I think. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. Like he looks like a normal dude. Yeah, some some dude you'd see um, at, a, at like say at a Mexican restaurant on a Friday night, like I did tonight. Uh-huh. Yeah, he really does. He's he's got like mid level Russell Crowe energy, like. The trend, like Russell Crowe, kind of looks like Santa Claus right now. But there was a time in between Gladiator and Santa Claus, Russell Crowe, where he looked like this, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So that is Don't Look Up. We'll probably see this, I think. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a Netflix movie. Oh well, barrier to entry will be low, so that's good. Yep. Uh, oh, then we have this is kind of big news here, but we have a trailer. Uh, for The Matrix Resurrections. I didn't even know filming had begun on this movie. Me neither. And they are doing some interesting marketing stuff. There was the the site that had the red pill and the blue pill, and you click one of them, and it takes you down different rabbit holes, as it were, and had different footage for whatever you picked. I, of course, I watched both. And uh, so interesting marketing for this. Um, the The question is, you know, there has been a lot of stuff that came after the Matrix that was influenced by it. And so now that we're returning to the Matrix, it's almost like this imagery of the trench coats and stuff has, has sort of been, it's been done and redone, but it's also been ruined by like cosplayers and like nerds and stuff. So I <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. That's, my, that's fully, fully where I'm at with this because I have a stigma for this series because of high school and there's all these nerds and it was like i mean i'm a nerd obviously right of course like we're not yeah but there's these trench coat nerds who already were like too much for me and when this movie came out they just were like constantly like larping the matrix and it, it drove me mad God, it ruins it. It ruins it. Like, like we're in <laughs> we're in entrepreneurship. It's like, take off your weird Morpheus glasses. Like, yeah. Now it's like, it's like the it's like the it's like the people that take pictures in their front yard with like a point and shoot camera, and they're wearing like 
black pants and a black shirt and they're holding like a katana but they're wearing like white new balances oh ben shapiro <laughs> like like ben shapiro and sunglasses just like you don't look awesome like what do you why are you doing this it's cringe it's so cringy and I, the other thing about this trailer just this trailer in particular is it has uh brame uh big russian action movie energy that's the name of the episode <laughs> <laughs> brain uh it's got total brain like it's like night watch it looks like night watch this is brain yeah uh the only thing it's missing is the director of night watch timur bekmambatov oh yeah i know every director of every movie that's right um <laughs> i'm impressed that you just <laughs> you just spouted that out yeah so this movie has brain uh i don't like the matrix so uh, but i will end up watching this uh i like jessica henwick yeah I, I think we were all burned on Matrix 2 and 3 because I love Matrix 1. It blew my mind when I saw it. Uh, I think I was in high school when I saw it, maybe. I can't it remember. Came anyway. Out in 99. Uh, okay, so yeah, I was in high school. Um, I just remember it just like being blown away by it. Uh, and, and we had never seen filming techniques like that either. And so I, I, ha- I have a place in my heart for The Matrix, but it was t- tainted. It was a taint. Uh, because of two and three i respect that it exists and what it did and all those who drew from it but i i can't go home again nick can't go home guys yep anyway it's coming out i'll see it yeah whatever um next trailer we got here is the many saints of newark and this is a full trailer for this which i feel like we've seen a full trailer for this already but we've got another the one. the first one they called a teaser even though it was fairly uh Robust. robust this is the tony soprano in the 70s it's basically it seems to be the story of dickie moltisanti who was m- only referenced in the in the series uh but he was michael imperioli's dad who was dead before the series started uh so the movie does not bode well for him um because christopher was always talking about his dad uh dickie moltisanti and tony uh in this is played by his son in real life uh james gandolfini's son is, is playing him and then vera farmiga is playing tony's mom and which is in what is the most inspired casting of all time i did you watch the sopranos i did not okay i watched the sopranos and i loved the sopranos like that was like my jam in the early 2000s like i had a uh like a big Sopranos poster that I got off of a bus thing. <laughs> like I just stole it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a bus ad, so it was gi- gigantic. Uh, but I loved Sopranos. Um, I I did not love the last season, season six, which is actually where I I started talking about season six disease was because of the Sopranos. Like oh okay, season five of Sopranos I thought was like a, the best final season and then they made a sixth season i was like you went too far like i don't like this last season but i love the first five seasons and i love the characters so i'm gonna watch this uh but mostly i want to see how uh, michael imperioli plays uh james gandolfini but also the best thing about it is that ray Liotta's in it <laughs> i tried everything to quit smoking cocaine everything nothing worked chantix and i tried chantix <laughs> Uh, we kept doing that at Dragon Con. 
that was the yeah that was uh <laughs> you'd walk up to somebody and the first thing you'd say was i tried everything <laughs> to quit <laughs> we just kept saying it but it was funny every time it was good some of the casting of the young versions of people is inspired like cory stoll is playing uncle june and uh vera farmiga is playing tony's mom tony's mom was hilarious to me uh she, she was like always like guilt tripping him but tony who had such a terrible mother so i would always say that to my mom because she would my dad watched sopranos so she would always see parts of it and anytime <laughs> my mom did anything I, i'd just be like tony who had such a terrible mother and she'd just laugh and be like shut up <laughs> but yeah so anyway uh, many saints of newark newark this comes out october 1st but it's going to be on hbo max and in theaters so i'm going to watch it on hbo yeah, you know, if I ever don't have anything to watch on TV, maybe I'll go back and watch The Sopranos. The first five seasons of Sopranos are extremely good. Also, they do sometimes uh, they do dream episode like dream sequences in The Sopranos. Nobody has ever made more realistic dream sequences in film. Uh, you know how yeah. in a dream you'll be with someone, and then without explanation, the person you're with will be different, and the location is different. Sopranos does that in its dreams so flawlessly that it's like this is this is really what it feels like to dream. Yeah, it's like you're at a pirate ship in the bottom of the ocean and you'd be like, This is a Walmart that my dad owns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like that. But Sopranos captured that energy perfectly. That's cool. Uh all right, so moving on, we've got a trailer for Last Night in Soho. This is a full trailer for this. Yeah, this is the Edgar Wright uh movie with Anya Taylor Joy and Thomasin McKenzie from McKenzie. Yeah, Thomasin from uh Jojo Rabbit. She lived in the wall. Um an aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer, but the glamour is not all it appears to be. And the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. I think from the trailer that she's actually, like, when she sleeps, she's seeing through Anya Taylor-Joy's eyes in the 60s in a time travel kind of way and can maybe control her and that Matt Smith is up to crimes and then Matt Smith is still alive in the future and she's going to try and stop him in the future for stuff he did in the past. Uh, it's an Edgar Wright movie, so I'm sure... The time travel will be unique. Yeah. This, even with Edgar Wright's name attached to it, big name actors, looks like a, a good size budget. To me, this just, I hate to say it, but it looks kind of boring. I don't, if this wasn't Edgar Wright, I wouldn't watch it, probably. But it is yeah. Edgar Wright, so I will. Do the 1960s interest you in any way? Uh, only in, in terms of Mad Men, which is one of the best things ever made. Yeah, I'm just not big. I, I like the 20s, the 40s, and the 80s. That's what I like. I don't care for the 60s as, as an entity. Uh, like, I don't find that culture interesting. I do find Mad Men interesting. Uh, yeah. I do find Edgar Wright interesting. I like Matt Smith. I like Anya Taylor-Joy. I like Thomas and Mackenzie, although I've only seen her in one movie. Yeah. I don't know what to think about this one. It's not... It's not... The trailers aren't as compelling as any other Edgar Wright things so far. Yeah, hey, in this movie, do you think there's going to be smoking? I think I tried everything to give up Edgar Wright movies. <laughs> Cocaine, Chantix. Uh, <laughs> nothing worked. 
Uh, all right, so that's uh, that is uh, last night in Soho. Then we have a trailer for Midnight Mass. We've talked about this before. This is that religious horror movie. This is a full trailer for it. Yeah, this is a series. It's a uh, oh, it's a series. Okay. It's from Mike Flanagan, who did The Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor, and Doctor Sleep. Uh, an isolated island community experiences miraculous events and frightening omens after the arrival of a charismatic, mysterious young priest who is that dude from Legion. Who is that dude from Legion? I didn't really watch Legion, so I don't know. He was the dude with the cane in Legion. Okay, okay. I don't remember his name. Yeah, so this is religious horror, but it's still horror, so I'm out. I don't I don't want this. You like Annihilation, that's horror. There's always exceptions to the rule. There's always exceptions. Ben loves horror. I, I don't feel safe on this podcast anymore. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to watch this. Mike Flanagan's never made anything bad yet. I'll let you know how it is. Yeah, let me know how it is. Uh, you'll probably say, yeah, you probably wouldn't like this. I bet I bet that's what's going to happen. Yeah, not everything is a Ben thing. No, that's true. That's true. Especially when it comes to anime. That's true. Yeah. Uh, all right, so then we've got a trailer for Moonfall. This is uh, a Roland Emmerich film. Guess what it's about? It's about the fall of Ben Moon. <laughs> it's a, it's a biography. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a Roland Emmerich movie so you can you can take you can literally take the title ser- like literally. Yep. And it's about the moon falling. A mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around Earth and sends it hurtling on a collision course with life as we know it. There's other things in the plot description, but I'm not going to read them because this is Moonfall from Roland Emmerich. <laughs> And I will see it. We got Halle Berry. We got Patrick Wilson. We got Michael Pena. We got Donald Sutherland. Wasn't he in Armageddon? No. Lost Boys? He wasn't in Armageddon. Armageddon. Uh, but anyway, this is Roland Emmerich. You, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting into here. Uh, I'll see it. It looks interesting. There's some sort of like uh, nanobot force or something in this. It's like killing people do you think what do you think he feels about this weird niche type directing he's been locked into i I, you know like i guess it if it makes money and people keep seeing it i mean i guess just keep making it you know i mean there's a lot of ideas in that that little micro genre yeah what what else can crash into what the weather's gonna (laughs) crash into mars the day after mars (laughs) <laughs> that's what i was gonna say i was like uh, is the sequel to this mars fall a venus fall oh boy <laughs> i don't know uh or, or maybe the um, the earth is headed towards the sun oh roland you made stargate and uh independence day that's right now so just explosion movies explosion movies so i don't know when this is coming out you know what's coming out no, uh, but I could look right here where it says that it's coming out uh, on February 4th in 2022. Okay, so when this comes out on February 4th, I want you to tell me what the like the B-movies at the Blockbuster would be that would be on the shelf while this movie was in the theater. Moon Crash. <laughs> It'd probably be like Lunar Crash. Lunar, lunar Collision. <laughs> Yeah, lunar collision or uh, lunar meteor. Comet. Lunar destruction. Comet crew. <laughs> Comet collision. Comet collision. 
All right, so that's Moonfall. And then the Adele DeZenth trailer that we have here is South of Heaven. Yeah, so this is con- convicted felon Jimmy <laughs> gets early parole after serving 12 years for armed robbery. Upon his release, he vows to give Annie, his childhood love, now dying from cancer, the best last year of her life. Unfortunately, it's not that simple. So this is Jason Sudeikis in Evangeline Lilly uh, versus Shea Wiggum, who you will remember as the bad guy from pretty much every TV show. Um, and Mike Coulter, who is Luke, C- Luke Cage, is in this as well. Um, I love Jason Sudeikis. I love Evangeline Lilly. I don't think this will ever come out. But if it nah. did and it was easy to watch, I would watch it because Jason Sudeikis is a really good actor. Yeah. There's a touch of, hey, I'm a person with skills in a, in a former life and then something calls upon me to use those skills in my current life, even though I haven't used them in a while. There is definitely like that. that. Yeah, some, some of that in there. So uh, it, this may never come out, so we may never see it, but it, uh, it exists in trailer form folks yeah looks all right and yeah so that is uh, all the trailers and you know if they wanted to uh, get in touch with us nick to answer the question times this week how would they do that well if they felt like doing that they could email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com which is where kevin will do it they could follow us and should follow us on instagram at trailerblazerspodcast uh, where I will be posting the question times and all the other accoutrement. You can follow us on Twitter if you want to know when a new episode comes out, but don't try and reach us there because I don't check the notifications, at trailer underscore blazers. If you're feeling generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for us to gain traction. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what happens. Yeah, folks, uh, I just want to let you know that I've tried everything since quit smoking. Cocaine. Everything. Nothing worked. And then I tried chances. And that didn't work either because it was just a tube of this like paste that tasted like, well, it tasted minty. And now that I'm saying this out loud, I think I just took toothpaste to quit smoking. I was eating toothpaste. Well, that don't sound like that's very effective. But you know what is effective, Nick, is if you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcast, that helps the show get traction. Okay? So, don't eat toothpaste, but do leave a five-star rating for us. That's a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I would like to be in an Adam McKay movie. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and when my head hits the pillow tonight, it truly will be a moonfall. Happy trails is... And welcome back, folks, to the video games... One quarter portion of the show, folks. We got a lot to talk about. There is, there's a lot of good stuff to talk about in the video games. So, Nick, let's fly through what you've been playing. Uh, I played Avengers some more, and I played golf with Kevin. And you have to get that so you can play with us. 
I do want You can that. play it on your um, PlayStation 4, so there's no excuse, really. Well, I want to play it on a PlayStation 5. I have decided I need to get a PlayStation 5. All right, well, hurry up. Yeah. And you want to know why? So you can play these video games here. Yes, that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about exact. Well, Ghost of Tsushima being one of them. Yes. Uh, have they come out there with a remastered version for PS5 yep, yet? It's called the Director's Cut, and it has more content. Okay, that's what I want. I've got to get this. I've got, I'm going to be again actively searching for PS5, folks. That it's official. Uh, only one piece of news: uh, Riders Republic comes out this month. Very excited. I think it's the end of the month is when it comes out. So uh, that's the news. Okay, so we have an Adele Dazine worth of video game trailers. That's rare. It's rare. It really is. But there, and and this is like I mean, chock full of awesome stuff. I can't wait to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Uh, for, first thing here is MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries is coming out for PS4 and PS5. There was an announcement trailer for this. Um, but oddly enough, I think I'm going to get it for PC so I can play it on my simulator. I vaguely remember MechWarrior for PS2. Is that correct? Was there one that long ago? I have only played MechWarrior games on PC, so I have no I idea. I feel like there was one on PS2, and I feel I have a memory in my head of playing MechWarrior... With my cousins at his grandma's house in the basement. It's a really weird memory, but it's just, it's there. It's there. Yeah, it exists. Um, I'm sure that probably happened. So uh, I played Earth Siege 1 and 2. What Those were Sierra games, mech games. They were awesome. Uh, I played Mech Warrior 2, and I want to say I played Mech Warrior 3. Um, but I haven't played past that. But this, just seeing this trailer, even this teaser, gave me some feels, and I was like, I, I want to do that again. But I, now that I have a simulator with a flight stick and all that, that's kind of my preferred way to play it. So I think I'm going to try that again. I'll probably miss this one, but David, please text me and let me know if you also remember playing this in your grandma's basement. <laughs> in your grandmama's basement. Uh, all right, so that uh, that's the first one. Okay, now trailer number two here is Fallout Worlds. Yeah, so Bethesda's been turning bugs into features since day one, and this seems like they're going into that territory where they're adding settings for, like, ragdoll physics and stuff. It looks pretty cool. It does look fun. So it's basically Fallout 76 where you can turn on mods, um, and I think they make it maybe they just make it easy. So this might be the thing that brings me back into Fallout 76. If I can turn off hunger, if I can turn off all the survival crap, and just go and just have fun in the wasteland, just kind of like a playground. That's what I want. Yeah, the survival stuff, I don't like that in games. I don't either. It's tedious. Like, who wants to do tedious things? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Uh, I like to, I, I will sometimes do, like, tedious things if it's, like, calming, like, zen tedious things. But I don't like to do tedium where it, it's punishing me or giving me anxiety. Yeah, it's like when you had to do the underground water pipes in Sim City, and it, and you could just never get it right. Uh-huh. I hated that. I was like, take this out of the game. This is this is like it doesn't work very well. It's it's tedious. It feels like work. Everything you know, I like Sim City, but I hate this water thing. So maybe this will be it. Maybe this is the answer for Fallout seventy six. Maybe hopefully. Hopefully so. All right, so then we have a trailer for Terror of Hemosaurus, and this is basically just this Rampage. This is Rampage. It's Rampage 100% with different characters yeah. that are similar. Yeah, so the pixel art is pretty in this. There's a few extra like uh, elements that they've added into Rampage, but it is absolutely just Rampage. It's Rampage. If you want to play Rampage, you can play Terror of Hemosaurus. Yeah, because it's Rampage. 
<laughs> All right, so then we have a trailer for No Man's Sky Frontiers. Yeah, so No Man's Sky Frontiers is a is an expansion of No Man's Sky, which it seems like there's one every couple months. Yep. Although this one has settlements. Like, weren't we just saying, like, we don't want to do this, the settlements <laughs> and, like, the... I don't want to. I don't want to defend settlements. No. The last time I jumped back into No Man's Sky, I didn't know how anything worked. And it was still a bunch of farming crap with a bunch of different materials that, that build different things. And I was like, this is the part of the game that I hate. I was like, you know, so this is a, the part of the game that I, I didn't like. And this is still like a very big part of the game. And so I never got back into it. I'll tell you what this needs. You know what they need? You know what this needs? The Fallout Worlds treatment where you can like give yourself infinite materials or not have to even build some of this crap. You can just pick it in an inventory and you have it. Uh, and then just go explore worlds and stuff. I just want to see all the procedurally gener- procedurally generated stuff. I don't want to have to farm and do all this kind of crap. Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah. Guys, stop putting tedious junk in video games. Stop it. Put, look, put straight lines back on cars and take tedious stuff out of video games. That's all we're asking. Yeah. It's not. Our demands are, are simple. Uh, I'm getting to the I'm getting to the point where my children are getting on my on my nerves. <laughs> I love my children. I love my children, but they are they're grading they're on. They're turning me. that volume up to sixteen. Time to it's time to get out of the bending grill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, folks. I've never done that. God, don't ask. I'll me. just cut I, it. People can't take jokes. <laughs> no, you can leave, <laughs> you can leave that in there because because uh, I. Uh, I, because I said it in the quick Mickey voice, you know I'm joking. Uh, and I am. Okay, so then we um, then we have a trailer for Metroid Dread. This is the second trailer for Metroid Dread. Yeah, so this is a Metroid game. Uh, the funniest thing about this trailer is that while we were watching it, Jess said she would play this, but it will never go on sale because it's Nintendo, so she won't play it. She's 100% right. It Like, eight years from now, this game will still be you know 55 or 60 bucks or whatever it is yeah um but i may break down and buy it i don't know it just depends on how much time i have uh i have too many hobbies yeah way too many you're not gonna play this this is this is gonna be an idea that you you wish you could get to but you you never will it's unattainable for you yeah if the human lifespan was like 150 maybe but uh, as it is your boy probably won't get to it so it looks great though i will say um, now, this is probably what we're most excited. Well, I don't know. There's so many exciting st- things on here. Guys, they are making, they are remaking Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic is the best RPG ever made, in my opinion. It is the best Star Wars game ever made. And this is the best news ever made. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best Star Wars game ever made. I will agree with you there. Um, I, this is like a jaw dropper and, uh, you can just put this in my veins. If you missed Knights of the Old Republic the first time around and you like Star Wars and you play video games, you have to play it. It's, I'm not, Do not I'm miss not this. kidding. It's so good. It's so good. And, and now you'll get to play it with upgraded controls and everything and like modern sensibilities and gaming. You cannot miss this game. You cannot miss it. If you need me to come to your house and do the stacking puzzle, I will do it. <laughs> I forgot about that. There's so many things in this game I forgot. I mean, I I mean, I literally played this game. Gosh, it had to be what 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was. I had it on the original Xbox, so 
whenever that was. God, it's yeah. This game, I cannot wait for this. I I will pre-order this. I don't even care. Like you know, people are like stop pre-ordering games. No, 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 person. I will do this. I will pre-order this game, and I will and I will wave the ticket in front of your face. Yeah, I don't I don't listen to people, so I'll do what I want. I need Kotor. <laughs> I need to see my friends. Bastila and Mission and HK47 and the Wookiee whose name I don't remember and uh, to a much lesser extent, Karth. I need to hear the, the NPCs say doof da dog. <laughs> go to Manan and hear them go That's exactly what they sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played this game in uh, since it came out, but I that is seared into my brain because in Manan no one speaks English. Oh man, we cannot wait for this. Oh, this is the best news. I'm so glad they're doing this. This I think this is gonna sell like hotcakes. Yeah, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, this is great. Uh and this and just another reason for me to get a PS5. Yeah, and it's a full remake. It's being built from the ground up. It's not like a they're just like upping the graphics on the old one cuz it's too old. Right. Yeah, it's too old. People people have said that if you go you, if you try to go back and play it, it's like kind of unplayable. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, all right, so then we have a trailer. It's kind of like a teaser um, for Spider-Man 2, and uh, boy, this looks good. Yeah, so Spider-Man from Insomniac, uh, they made Spider-Man and they made Miles Morales, and they were both very good. Now Spider-Man and Miles Morales are teaming up against, it seems from the trailer, both Craven and Venom. Yeah, that, that's that's what I took away from it too, Craven and Venom. Uh, you don't see Craven. You only hear a voiceover from him, but you do see Venom's yeah, face. Yeah, and it's Venom, and he's voice, voiced by Tony Todd, who was Scareglow in Masters of the Universe Revelations, ah. and the Candyman. Yeah. So this is just another reason for me to get a PS5, um, and I have time because this doesn't come out till 2023. That's right. So we got a ways for that one. Yeah. So I'll have a PS5 by then, so I'll get to play it. And something else that I will end up playing is the next uh, game that we have a trailer of here, and that is Wolverine. This is also from Insomniac, who made Spider-Man and Miles Morales. This is the most, besides KOTOR, I can't believe there's two games on this list that I want to play so badly that I can't tell which one I want more. But KOTOR is probably number one for me. But Wolverine, Wolverine, Wolverine? By Insomniac, who makes such perfect Spider-Man games? Ugh. Man, when Spider-Man... I don't know if you remember this. When Spider-Man came out, I could not believe the level of polish that that game had. It was maybe the most polished game I've ever played. And you're telling me they're going to make a Wolverine game? Put it in the veins. This trailer is so good. Like, when it came up, I was, like, screaming. I was sitting on my couch, like... No way. I was because it said Marvel, and then it's like very clearly Wolverine sitting at the bar. Oh yeah. And it's the it's a very teasery trailer. All it does is this guy is gonna attack him, and he unsheathes his claws. But that's all I needed to be the most hyped of all time. Do you remember the old Wolverine game that was like when Xbox original was out? I never played it, but I definitely remember so it. So good. I re- I would just like it was just so fun to just retract and like put out your claws that i would just sit there doing it and be like yes <laughs> yes and then you'd fight like <laughs> wendigo was one of the bosses and like oh it was so cool 
Yeah, so we definitely want this. Uh, anything Insomniac makes, I will. I'll just buy. It's an instant buy for What's me. What's Sabretooth gonna look like in this game? Sabretooth's my favorite X Men character. Uh, th- this probably means there's gonna be some cool new video game design for Sabretooth. Yeah, are we gonna get X twenty three? Are we gonna get uh, Omega Red? Or wh- who are we gonna get? In I this? bet X twenty three will be a post credit scene like Venom was in the Spider Man game. Ah, uh, maybe so. Uh, uh, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see more like trailers and like gameplay and stuff. It'll be really fun. We'll definitely cover it yeah. in the vid- in the video game one quarter portion. Look for sure. forward to that. Um, something else looking cool here is a uh, Forspoken. We got a, a kind of a, a goodly sized trailer for this it. This is the Square Enix game with Ella Belinska, who is extremely attractive, <laughs> and <laughs> indeed she is the main character in this. And I forget the. Oh, the game. Jess said this looked like Square was like revisiting. They tried to make like a JRPG back in the day. I forget what it was. Robot voice will will tell you. Secret of Evermore. That one. And uh, but this is like you you go through to an alternate universe from our universe. Ella Belinska does, and uh, she becomes like a like a powered being in this other universe and is trying to save the world. And it's also basically uh, Forspoken and the Legend of the Ten Rings because she basically has ten rings on one of her arms and it gives her her powers and they talk to her. That is true. Uh, this game's been in development a long time where that, to me, is total uh, just like coincidence. But uh, what a weird timing for the coincidence. <laughs> what do you think those developers thought when they saw the 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 way they depicted the Ten Rings in Shang Chi? They're like, uh. they're like, I hope nobody thinks this is a ripoff because we've been working on this game for so long in secret. Yeah. So this looks really cool. The 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 tra- um, traversal still looks so fun in this. I can't wait to to play this and just move around. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, you can like zip around and grab onto environments and like teleporty stuff and it just looks cool yeah and and some of these magical powers like these ice powers that she has are really neat it just looks really fun to do that magic stuff fun to do that magic stuff. environments look cool too yeah so that'll be fun uh, we'll probably end up playing that uh then we have another very good looking game and that is god of war ragnarok yeah this is a sequel to the god of war from a couple years ago uh, where they've sort of changed the way the game plays from the old ones into more of an RPG-ish type game, like a low a low RPG game, like action RPG. Action RPG, that's it. Um, I'm gonna play this on easy, but not right away. <laughs> uh, probably like I did with God of War, the first one, because I'm I don't have ten hours to fight a boss. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. And be frustrated. Ten, ten yeah. frustrating hours to fight a boss? No thanks. Uh, I will probably play this when it's like ten bucks on Black Friday. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I probably won't get to this right away. But I did enjoy the other one, but I did have to play it on easy because I'm not good at stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked, I liked the, the other one as well. I, I didn't like it enough to pay like 60 bucks for it, but I think I did pay ten bucks for it, and it was absolutely worth yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think you got it on... Black Friday last time, like you said. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so that looks good. And then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. This is an 
awesome trailer. Yeah, this comes out in October. It's an RPG. You play as Star-Lord. Uh, it's heavily customizable and choice-based, from what I can tell. Uh, it, it looks like it's going to have a lot of different Marvel characters. Like You can see the Nova Corps in this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the designs are all unique for the game. Uh, there's a lot of different designs. If you switch the like, if you don't like one of the designs, there's 800 million skins per character, so you can just switch it. Yep. It just looks good. I like the, I like the Gamora comic inspired design. She looks great. In yeah, this. I've always I've always loved the Gamora comic design, especially the white armor comic design. Yes. For Gamora. Yeah. That's my favorite for her. It's so good. Um, I hope they run into the Star Jammers. That would be awesome. Because, you know, in a game like this, they can do fun stuff like that. Yeah. So I wonder who all is going to show up. I like that Cosmo, the psychic space dog, was in it. Yeah, I like Cosmo. That's it. And, and Cosmo showed up in the MCU. Um, yeah, he was in the collector. With the collector. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so this, this comes out in October. This is my next game purchase, and I'll be playing this in fall. Yeah. Oh, World Mind's in this too, which is oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah, World Mind is. I, I like I like the the way they did it. Cool. Yeah. And then the final trailer we have here is Tiny Tina's Wonderland. This is a Borderlands expansion, and it's Tiny Tina from Borderlands, who's Ashley Birch, and uh, she's doing like a D and D type thing, and you're sort of playing like fantasy Borderlands. I don't know if you're in the campaign or if this is really happening because of the campaign i have no idea all i know is that jess is extremely excited because she loves borderlands and also that andy samberg is in in this as one of the voice actors um i want to play this i i was like eh when i when i saw this on the list but then i watched it, i was like you know what this does look fun i i do want to play it this. looks pretty fun i don't uh i don't like to play borderlands like i don't like first person shooters it's a little twitchier than I'm able to do, but I like how everything looks, and I like the world, and basically, it'll be on my TV a lot when this comes out. Yeah, Jess will, be playing yeah, Jess will play it. Jess will be playing it. Yes, she will. Um, all right, folks. Well, that is all the video game stuff. Nick, you got anything else? Thing. For the trailer, Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I just like to push the button that makes my claws go in and out. Happy trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm just Rampage. Happy Trailsers. Armageddon. It doesn't need a. It doesn't need a reboot. So, sequel works.